Welcome to Families for Life with Brian and Brian, a podcast of Oak Hill Baptist Church. On today's episode, it's our one-year anniversary, and we want to talk about it. What? What's up, Brian? Hey, man. How's it going? Good, man. Yep. You got it. It's our one-year anniversary for the Families for Life podcast. So last year, we posted our first episode on May 15th, 2020. Yep. That was a wonderful time, wasn't it? I feel like in one year's time, it's. I feel like it's been longer than a year. It Is has that... been the longest year of all time. Yeah. I feel like it's been a lot longer. You know, for the most part... In our world, things are back to normal, uh, mostly back to normal. Um, you know, there are some, I know there are many states and, yeah. and many places that are not. But as far as our church, you know, we've been through a lot this last year and we've been able to uh, safely kind of manage everything. We've yeah. not had outbreaks of COVID in our church. Um, you know, definitely people that have had COVID, mm-hmm. some unfortunately that have passed away. But uh, for the most part, God has brought us through, and and he, God has always been faithful to us to right, bring us through right. all of this. And so here we are, one year later. Yeah, that was definitely a crazy time. I mean, back in March, you know, it was we've said this. It was every twenty four hour cycle. There was just just monumental changes in society and in and in our church structure. Yeah, so in March, you know, when when COVID really started ramping up and getting very serious for our nation, uh we were meeting pretty much daily. It was every day we were just in the conference room we all We pretty day much long, set up man. camp in the conference room and we're working out of that as we as we were canceling programs and changing things and we set up a live stream basically in like a day yeah, with equi- equipment <laughs> that we had. <laughs> Those are good times, fun times. <laughs> and so Brian and I pretty much ran the yep. live stream for the first little bit, the first couple months, just because there was no one else. And yeah. uh, Pastor Allen preached and a lot, his family led worship led during worship, that time yeah. when we didn't know. So for, for a short know. period of time, we didn't have church service right. live in person, but yeah. we got back as soon as we possibly could That's right. That's right. to do that safely. Yeah. Once we understood kind of how to handle things safely and what we were really dealing with, mm-hmm. we were able to to do that. And we're so glad we were able to do that. But, right. but yeah, we thought, you know, <clears throat> in talking about this one year since we started the podcast, you know, it took us a little while to, uh, to start the podcast. Um, why, why did we start this podcast? Yeah. So I've actually, uh, wanted to do a podcast forever. Uh, I've had this dream, you know, I, first of all, I love the podcasting format. I've loved, uh, radio for all my life. Um, you know, and, uh, used to listen to the radio a bunch when I was a kid and listen to, uh, as I grew up, would listen to talk radio a lot uh, news. Uh, I still listen to sports talk radio a ton, mm-hmm. but you know, it's just not convenient because your, your favorite shows, it's just like television. We've kind of changed the way we view television. We don't have appointment television so much anymore. It's I'll, I'll catch it when I, when I can on demand. That's right. And so podcasts give you that radio format on demand. And so I've always loved podcasts. I've listened to podcasts for years now. One of my very first podcasts was 
the Lost podcast. Oh back, yeah, <laughs> back when Lost <laughs> yep. was on the air, live. everyone was tracking it, and so everyone was talking about it all the time. And yep. then so then they had these people come out with these podcasts, and we had all these theories and all these things. And I remember I would mow the grass, and I would put listen the, to I downloaded yeah. the podcast, and I would listen yep. to it while I mowed the grass. And so I've always thought, man, I really would love to have a podcast. I love this format. I love being able to communicate directly to people, and they mm-hmm. can listen to it whenever whenever they want. They want. Yeah. And so when this opportunity came up, when, when, uh, you know, COVID had happened, our ministry was kind of stripped back and we really, uh, were having to communicate with people digitally. Yeah. That was the thing, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, we, we realized that there was a big need to be communicating, uh, you know, a lot, you know, mo- you know, as much as possible. And, uh, we started doing the zoom, you know, life groups. I know with the students, we were doing that and with adult life groups, even everyone, we were trying to get everybody on the same page. And, you know, one of the things about this is, you know, as I was thinking through it, it was funny how we both kind of came to this conclusion a little bit separately. And then, and then we were, we talked about it. We were like, wow, I've been thinking the same thing. And, um, it's just, we, we realized there was a need, especially to engage with parents. Mm -hmm. And I know that even before COVID without Without all of those restrictions, there was this need to be communicating with parents, not just like, hey, here's dates for events and things, but more like, hey, here is the heartbeat of ministry and dealing with families. And as we kind of, you and I were talking about what we wanted the podcast to be, I think we just came to the conclusion we, we need to be talking about families because, um, you know, it makes sense for us. I'm the student pastor. You're the children's pastor. And uh, we love working together. I love working, you know, with you and all the things that we do. But eh. uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Uh, I feel the same. And uh, well, and we're friends and that works out too. But, uh, you know, we just need to be there for the parents. And we want the parents to have a uh, an avenue to hear our heartbeats about um, children and students in, in, in parenting. Yeah. You know, schedules are crazy. Even, even, uh, you know, they're getting crazy again, but before mm-hmm. COVID we thought, man, um, it's hard to sit down and convey information to parents in the way of discipleship or parent, biblical parenting, uh, things like that. And so how, how can we do this? Well, let's bring something to them on demand so right. that they can listen to it at their convenience. Yeah. And so, you know, we started the series really uh, going back and looking at something that I got from Lifeway at one of their uh, children's ministry conferences, which was uh, Settle for Nothing Less. Yeah. And if you haven't listened to that series, go back and listen to it. I will say the first few episodes are, are definitely rough. <laughs> um, sound quality is not great and, you know, whatever, but who cares? The uh, the the main the the content though was looking at what does it mean for our children to grab hold of their faith as they come up as children and as students, and what does that take? And so, of course, we have a big part in that because we're partnering with parents right. in that endeavor, and so we pulled out a lot of really good things and key things, and that that really kicked us off in the area of of this podcast. Yeah, and it was a great refresher too because those are a lot of things that you know you you and I both just in our formal training and then in our just convictions believed in. And so it was good to walk through that um, as a resource and just really also to be able to share our hearts. But, you know, I love the the name we call this, you know, Families for Life. And that comes from our church kind of motto, I guess, is a family for life. 
And so just seeing the church as the body of Christ, the family of God, God's children, um, but then also how important it is that each individual family be uh, united in that and uh, be a part of uh, the body of Christ altogether. And so we hope that as you've been listening, if you're brand new, we hope you'll go back and listen to those episodes. But if you've been listening, uh, we hope that that has been encouraging to you in your family, in the way if you're if you're a mother, we hope it's encouraged you to be a better um, mother or wife, uh, hu- you know, husbands and, and fathers. Um, children, if, if your kids are listening with you, our students are listening with you, we hope that it's encouraged them to, to really get into God's word and, and make first things first mm-hmm. yeah. and um, for the sake of the family. So, uh, you know, now that it's been a year, uh, Brian, what have you learned? What have you taken away from this, this endeavor that we've embarked upon? Yeah, that is, that is a great question. Um, you know, I think as we've been doing this podcast and just kind of traversing the culture, you know, culture has changed drastically uh, since we started this podcast. Um, A lot of the things that have been kind of uh, ramping up for the past decade have really, um, you know, hit the nitrous oxide, you know, which is going Mm -hmm. full speed ahead. And um, the things that I've been taking away and really holding on to is how universal and fundamental these truths are and how, um, you know, we don't have to worry about what we think changing on us. Mm. You know, we don't have to worry about constantly having to keep up with what somebody else says is right or wrong. You know, for, I, I, I know people who it's like they are constantly on edge trying to make sure that they are living their lives according to the crowd, mm. according to the people, what is popular right now. And am I, righteous in their eyes. Mm. And the thing about that is it shifts. It changes all the time. You know, there's no stability there and you're constantly afraid that you're unrighteous according to the crowd. Mm -hmm. But as we look through these fundamentals of our faith, uh, that's a lot of what we've been doing, I think. You know, it's just really satisfying to know that God doesn't change. The gospel doesn't change. And uh, my faith doesn't have to change. And I don't have to be afraid of whether or not I'm righteous, uh, because Jesus made me righteous right. yeah, and he died and for me. That's right. That truth is always there, and it, and it, it is unchanging truth. I've also uh, observed um, that in that, though, every family is a little bit different. And I actually love that because I love the beauty in your family operates a little differently than my family. Yeah. Now, not to say that we're operating, you know, we're all operating under the auspice of our faith yeah. and, and biblical Same truth, principles, yeah. but you know, it's all our core values of our, of our homes are just a little bit different. And, uh, you know, it just, it's kind of neat, you know, and even through COVID, you know, you got to see people share things on Facebook and how they dealt with all of the different facets, you know, and, you know, to be honest, it really put an emphasis for me on how important relationships are. Yeah. You know, whenever you hit a crisis uh, whatever is the most important thing kind of rises to yep. the top. You feel it the most. Right. It's like if, uh, if you've ever known anyone that has had a really bad accident or something, everything that you were worried about before, everything that you were concerned about all of a sudden falls to the bottom. And yep. that, that, that thing that's happened, that crisis that has happened is now the priority. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of happened for us. And I think we realized 
everybody was okay. You know, for the most part, we were quarantined in our homes, you know, things like that. But we were kind of like, man, I miss people. people. I miss people. Now, a lot of us were able to reconnect with our families. And so I know that many, many parents saw an opportunity to say, okay, all of my sports have been canceled. School's canceled. Everything is canceled. And that was actually a, a relief in one sense because, you know, we were able to have family game nights. Yeah. We were able to take a lot of walks outside and be together as a family. And that was really great. I loved that aspect of it. And I don't think we should try, we should try hard not to, to lose that again. As yeah. things open and get, we get busy again, there's a temptation to just jump headlong into everything once again. Yeah, I fully agree with that. And I do want to touch base on that a little bit because, you know, that, that is one thing you saw. Everybody started baking, you know, right. <laughs> everybody was hanging out with their, their family. They Everyone's had movie gaining nights. weight from all the baking. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well then, but then you go on all the walks and yeah, you know, yeah, there you go. Yeah, Equals you out. off. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you're right, man. And I did, I valued those, those walks, you know, going on family outings and just, um, spending time together in the simple ways. Um, and, you know, Paul even talks about this uh, in one of the uh, epistles where he says that, you know, it's important that we we seek to live a simple life. Right. Um, and so that that is important. It doesn't mean that being busy sometimes is necessarily sinful. But it can be. Yeah. Um, it's when you're it's when you're mixing priorities. And so we were able to like kind of like what you said, we we're able to really see what our priorities are. Yeah, it kind of reminded me whenever, you know, when I was a kid, it's not this way anymore, but and when there was a big holiday like a Christmas or Thanksgiving or New Year's, everything was shut down. There was nothing open, just like maybe the gas station or something. Yeah. But like nothing was open. And so that's kind of what it felt like. It was like an extended Christmas where like Nothing was open. You couldn't go anywhere. You're stuck with your family. So you better make the best of it, yeah. you know? And so really it prioritizes our relationships. And, you know, God has made us to be relational beings. We need other people. And oftentimes we get distracted by work. Yeah. We get distracted by entertainment. We get distracted by just the things of life. And we miss out on those relationships. So those relationships, our family are important, but also those Christian brothers and sisters yeah. We didn't, weren't able to we have able that to have encouragement. That. And I found myself uh, just calling people, yeah, texting people. You know, I found myself just reaching out to people and just saying, hey, how are you doing? You know, and thinking about different people throughout, um, throughout COVID. And it really didn't hit me, Brian, until just recently we started having our Wednesday luncheon for our seniors yes. back again. Man, and that, that, that oh. emotionally affected me more than I thought it would because yeah. – the first one we had back, uh, we had 40 or 50 seniors that came back. And many of these people uh, I had not seen very much. Yep. Now, they, some of them had been back on Sunday morning, but I hadn't got to spend really good yeah, just sit down and talk quality with time with them. Yeah. And I forgot how much I loved them and how, how big of an encouragement they are to me. And that really affected me. I, I got in, in teary, a, man. Yeah. I, I, I'm the same way. I, I remember just thinking, wow, God, this is... Thank you so much for this. And, you know, something so simple is, you know, we had a pizza party <laughs> with the right. with the with the senior adults and, and it was glorious yeah. and uh, and so good. And so, you know, with the students, we had one of our best years of life groups mm. uh, since that. And I think a lot of it was because of the realization that um, 
that we are, like you said, we are designed to be in relationship with people. And especially uh, in Christ, we are designed to be in relationship with our brothers and sisters in Christ. And so, you know, I'm, I'm really thankful for that. We're, you know, I think that a lot of people started taking their faith seriously mm. and maybe more seriously um, during the the well, shutdowns and I think, things. Well, I think yes and no. I think that the shutdown revealed, I think COVID kind of revealed something in our hearts where if we were really, if we were really pursuing Christ, that was intensified in our lives. Yes. But there's been many. To, that is the true. The problem is, and I've looked at some of the research out there that many churches have lost people permanently. There's been people that are, now, yeah. there's people that aren't coming to church for medical reasons. And I get that. That's a very small percentage. Right. There's another percentage of people that, that once they got out of the habit of coming to church, you just right. haven't, they haven't I, gone. I think it, I think you're right. It clarified kind of more so where, where our hearts have been, right? you know? And so for some people it, it intensified our relationship with God and for others, it might have actually uh, made that wane a little bit because uh, well, if it wasn't, if it was just based on, um, you know, like surfacey type exactly. stuff or, ch- or church attendance alone and not faith in Jesus, then yeah, I think it, it I think it waned. It, it brought that out, you yes. know? Yeah. And that's, and that's, you know, unfortunate. And so that's why it's really important, you know, listener, if you know of people that you haven't, maybe you don't go to church at Oak Hill, um, wherever you do go to church, if you know people who uh, have not been able to plug in, maybe they have legitimate reasons even for not being able to plug in, like reach out to them. Right. Uh, make sure you know they know that you're praying for them, you care about them, and you want to see them. See Ooh, if yeah. you can encourage them uh, to to have in-person interactions. Yeah, you know, our ministry has been foundationally changed, not only with this podcast being something that we want to continue on, even though we're busy and we have a lot of things going on, we found a way to continue to, to do this. And and I'll be honest, there were times of doubt in my mind because I looked at my busy schedule and uh, Brian, the other Brian kept encouraging us to say, no, we got to do this. We got to do this. And I said, okay, let's, let's make a commitment to do this. And, yeah. and we did, but you know, we also made commitments to be more relational this year. Yeah. You know, we, our pastor challenged us to, um, get on the phone and call through our entire church role. We've done it once in the first quarter of this year. We're doing it again. We've switched up roles. Uh, so by the end of the year, I will hopefully have talked to, or at least uh, reached out reached to, out to yeah. and committed to pray for our entire church. Yeah. And you will as yeah. as well. And, and just really quick, if you're a listener, if you're, if you go to our church and you're like, I haven't gotten a phone call, please, please, you know, uh, give us some grace and be patient with us. We've got, we, we're or definitely let us, let us know for, yeah, let so us we know. can we can put you on the right list. Ex- absolutely, because sometimes we just don't have good phone numbers, and so that that has happened, and so we apologize. We definitely want you to know we're thinking about you. But you're right; that's been a huge commitment we've had to make, and uh, and it's time consuming, but it's worth it. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, because uh, God loves people. It's so. one of those permanent kind of things that have shifted in our ministry. I do I do think we've become more, even more, we were always relationship focused, but I think we've become even more so, um, because I think we see the value in those relationships. And, you know, even though we've been preaching it for a long time, I think it's been brought to the surface through all of this now. Okay. So if I can shift gears a little bit, um, we've learned a lot of great things and countless more things I'm sure we could talk about for hours, but we won't do that to you. Um, what do you think, do you think that there are things that we need to be 
on the watch for? Do we need to watch out for things in this kind of like post COVID sort of world? Like we've had COVID, we learned a lot of things. We went through that whole thing. Is there anything that we need to be like, Hey, here's some lessons we learned and we need to make sure we remember them. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. I think that, I think the priority for all Christians has to be on the God, God's word and the, the doctrine that unites us, you know? There has been so much division, mm. and I understand that there are many different points of views about everything, COVID and vaccines, and, you know, there's been, there's so much that's out there to divide us, but we've got to focus on what unites us. Right. That is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Whatever our political opinions are, whatever our opinions are about these things, uh, about all these other things are not, not really that important. Yeah. And so I, th- this is not something that I need to break fellowship because, well, you know, oh, I, I, I'm going to get the vaccine. Well, I'm not going to get the vaccine. Right. You know, I, I think COVID is a hoax. I think that everybody needs to stay locked down. Right. So those are things that we don't need to break fellowship about. Because, right. you know, when you sit down and you talk to people, like you can hear their side of the story and understand where they're coming from. So that's the thing is like, we all... Like nobody's necessarily crazy out there. We all have reasons for thinking what we think. We just need to, like you said, not let those things divide us because Satan's going to use whatever tool he can well, this is to make cul- us against each other. This is a cultural thing. We are yeah. uh, tempted to take offense at every little thing. That is right. And we, th- this is, uh, we've often called this the bait of Satan. Yes. And if you will take, if you will just walk around being offended all of the time, Satan will do his greatest work in your heart. Yeah. But if you will realize your place in this world is to serve the Lord and bring glory to his name and spread the gospel, and you will choose not to be offended, or if there is an actual offense to go deal with it and make it right, then you will be practicing what what true faith is all about, what That's Jesus right. has called us to, gospel faith. Yep. And, and it's funny, I'm, this Sunday, uh, we're finishing our walk through with the students or walk through with uh, the Beatitudes and Matthew chapter five, verse 11 says, Jesus says, blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. And so here's the thing. One, we need to make sure that people, if they're insulting us, you know, hopefully they're insulting us because of the right things. Um, But when they do insult us and say all kinds of false things, um, Jesus says, uh, you're blessed. And then he says, rejoice and be glad. <laughs> like, wow, what a different perspective to have. And I think that you're right. We're taking the bait if we are, if we're just letting ourselves be like the culture and get mad about everything that is said. Um, especially to, at our brothers and sisters, especially at our brothers and sisters. And that's the biggest thing is with our brothers and sisters, like we need to be able to love each other, even if we disagree with each other. And, uh, and I know that that's really hard. I know, I know that that's really hard, but we can do it. Um, and so, so that's one of the things we do need to watch out for. I, I, I agree with you there. Um, what do you think we talked about the fact that people are spending time with their family and realizing that, you know, relationships are important. Um, do you think there's a potential that people will snap back into a super, super duper busy lifestyle and and uh, kind of nullify yeah. some of those? Well, things? I think it's already started to happen, you know. And and listen, here, here's the reality: the the busyness of life, the things that we commit to, whether it's um, you know children's sports is a big one, um, you know things that are going on, uh, extracurricular activities at school. 
uh, things that even parents get involved in, whether it's social clubs or hobbies or affinity groups, you know, those are not bad things, but I do think those things have to serve our overall uh, mission and vision of what the Lord has called us to and what our core values of our family are, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, we, we try to commit that if the kids want to do something that they just try to be like in one thing at a time, you know, and that may limit them not being able to do a bunch of things, but I honestly, um, it allows us not to be overly busy and to have a few nights during the week where we can spend family time together. We can be a family and, you know, church, uh, is a, is a, is a core value is a priority for us. So everything we do in our family is going to be second to the church. Yeah. You know, and so, and I don't mean, I mean, of course the Lord Jesus Christ and our family of course, is right. priority, but when it comes to extra activities that we do that, that, that are not, um, that are not like have to do is like school. Yeah. Kids have to go to school. Yes, yes, yes. You know, uh, things like that. Well, church is going to be a priority for us. Right. Now, that's not the same for everybody. And so I know there's a tendency when everything starts getting, it's like, we can do everything. Right. So we have to do everything. And you really can't. Right. No, you cannot. And then you will find yourself the things that you want to do the most, you won't be able to do. And I do think that we are in danger of uh, going back to an even busier lifestyle in our culture yeah, after I, this, I thought a lot about this, Brian. I think one of the things that families need to discover is what are your core values? You know, one of, you know, for instance, uh, our core value is obviously faith. That's a big thing for our family. Church is another core value. You know, there's all those types of things that you've got to discover. What are the priorities? What are the important things in your household. Yeah. Hopefully faith is at the top, but then what are the other things that your family finds valuable and important? I do want to read this. Uh, it's first Thessalonians chapter four verses nine through 12. He says, now as to the love of the brethren, you have no need for anyone to write to you for you yourselves are taught by God to love one another. For indeed you do practice it toward all the brethren who are in all Macedonia, but we urge you brethren to excel still more. So he's saying, I, you know how to love because you are believers, but I want you to grow in this love. Mm. He says in verse 11, and make it your ambition to lead a quiet life and and attend to your own business and work with your hands, just as we commanded you, so that you will behave properly toward outsiders and not be in any need. So he's saying, he's connecting this idea of loving each other and loving God and growing in that with the idea of living out a quiet life. Your life doesn't have to be completely slam filled with things in order for you uh, to experience joy and happiness and love in life. It actually needs to be quiet and content. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times we confuse the things that we have to do with the things we, we, we want, we want to, do. to do. And and when you fill all that time up, you find yourself not even being able to do the the things that you really do want to do. Yeah. And I want to be careful. Like my kids play sports. We, we you know, we have extracurricular activities, but you know, if you're, if you find yourself just doing those things, not serving the Lord, not having time to uh, read your Bible or engage in a life group or whatever, then your priorities are, are out of whack. Right. Or even just resting. So that's yeah, what we're saying. Exactly. We're not saying don't have your kids play Absolutely sports, not. don't have your hobbies, don't do, you know, those are fun, but, but really examine your time. Time is one of those things that I, that, that has been able to be examined this last year. Yes. How are we spending our time? What are our priorities? And if you found yourself kind of going crazy last year and not being able to 
cope. Maybe your faith needs to be strengthened. Right. Yeah, we don't want to forget these lessons. We don't want to let the fact that things are are moving back to more of what we would call normal um, let us just forget everything that we learned and in, in the most important things uh, in our lives. Yeah. And so we got to, you know, remember that and double down on that and not let anything, you know, rob us of those joys. Yeah. And so uh, is there anything else that you want to add? No, I think that's things? great. We, you know, like I said, we, we've had a, we've enjoyed doing this over the last year and yeah. we want to continue doing it for the foreseeable future. We're in the middle of our study on manhood and we know that doesn't really hit everyone the the same way, you know, because uh, some of our listeners may be women, some of them, you know, whatever. But we, it is important for us to hit on these different topics. And, right. you know, we're going to come back around and do something different shortly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And hopefully you'll be able to uh, find something that is encouraging. Uh, all, although I think even the Manhood series can be encouraging right. as well. But find something that is encouraging and driving us in our faith and in our families towards Christ. That's what we want to be about. That's what our our main focus is going to be every week. Yeah, absolutely. So um, if you're enjoying this, please definitely make sure that you are uh, spreading the word. Let people know um, that we've got this podcast out there. I do hope and pray that it is helping people, helping people's families, you know, just grow together and, and be flourishing and something healthy and godly. Yeah. And if there's something that you'd like us to discover or like us to dive into, yeah. let us know. We, we're we open to any ideas or suggestions. You know, we like to do these series, but, you know, we've also done some, some one-off episodes and some mini episodes and things like that. So we're always open to suggestions and ideas. Absolutely. So, well, uh, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. And we'll, we'll see, see you, you next time. time. Douglas Wilson. But you know who everyone is. I'm so I'm just surprised. He's the guy who he did the interview with uh Hitchens. Hitchens? Hitchens. Hitchens. Hitchin Peter? Christopher Hitchens. He did the <gasps> Who's Christopher Hitchens? Never mind. Go on. Moving on. Moving on. I don't know who these people are. He was like a ridiculously famous atheist. They did the movie. You know what I'm talking about. Doug Doug Jenkins? Who'd you say? Douglas Wilson. Douglas Wilson. Doug Wilson. Doug Wilson. Okay, I don't know. I'm sorry. <clears throat> what? What? You, you, I, I, I'm surprised that you wouldn't know. I okay, think you do. I, I can't know everything, Brian. <laughs> yes, you can. I can only know most things. I can know everything. <laughs> I can only know most things, Brian. Most things. <laughs>